okay, what's our next step? What's the yeah. next move? Okay, so the next one you've been hearing about, we've been dealing with flexible execution, mm-hmm. right? We've been having people work remotely. So you're setting up your teams to work remotely. You're setting up VPN access. You're on Zoom a million hours a day. You're trying to figure out what cadence of that works. I find myself going long on one call and then late to the next one. And there's all kinds of, like you're having to figure out this work. I think one of the things that's really missing right now, um, so there's missing some of the like social and play side and connecting with the team. Right. It's a little bit hard to do, but but I have had some teams now start to do a little bit more play, like they've had a happy hour and uh, and they've done some things like that together. And, they've, and uh, what I notice is that you can't do well with that with more than four people. So if you're going to start that, you, you open four people uh, and then you start a little, you, you open everybody, then you break people into little groups of four and yeah. then you give people a warning after five minutes and you put them in another group and let them talk in another group for a little while. Or you like, you got to break them into some smaller groups because you can't have 20 people on. Then you'll only have the verbally dominant people like uh, me on and that's not good for the world. Right. So, um, but the probably the biggest thing I see is the lack of dashboards and visibility. So we say that great execution is about setting priorities. So you gotta you gotta change. You might not want to. You definitely don't want to change your long term visions, your three year, five year, ten year kinds of things. Yep. And even your one year, I wouldn't abandon them. I'd look for creative ways to achieve them, but I wouldn't change the goal or the vision. Now, I, I do want to maybe shift up priorities. So being flexible about the priorities, we're seeing some of that. Some people are just abandoning stuff, though. They're yeah. saying, oh, it just can't be done. I'm like, no, try some new way. Imagine what you would do and see what happens. And then the second thing is metrics and dashboards. So we've moved our meetings pretty successfully into platforms like Zoom, like right. uh, Google Hangouts, et cetera, Skype, whatever. Um, but the metrics and dashboards are missing. So we now are working with our teams. We've tried a variety of boards and like online whiteboard spaces to collaborate with teams. We're using Mural with our teams. Um, it seems to be the most accepted and uh, most the best balance of like look and feel with functionality. Um, and, and but the ongoing dashboard. So week in, week out, day in, day out. What are you using? Well, we have software in the scaling up world. The scaling up scoreboard is available. Right. You can go to scalingup.com and just get that. You can use that for daily huddles, for weekly meetings. But whether you use that system or whether you create um, a Google Sheet that you share and look at together online, you got to have something so that people know whether we collectively are winning or losing. And remember what we're working on the key metrics. And you might need to change some of those metrics. Maybe some of the relevant metrics have shifted a little bit. But I think that piece, um, a little bit of uh, shifting priorities and then a little bit of keeping the visibility of the progress out there, mm-hmm. even though you're remote. Because if you had whiteboards before, that isn't going to work now. Like, right. you know, a, a regular dry erase whiteboard in your office. That's yeah, you hard. you wouldn't suggest that teams change their metrics, though. I mean, like we track conversations and presentations and sales, and you know what our what our retention looks like. We track. There are systematic things that, as a company, we've always tracked. You yeah. wouldn't change that, would you? Well, I might. Um, in some cases, I'll give you an example. Uh, our podcast this morning came out. An episode Kevin Hundle. 
We used to make audio equipment, speakers, things like that as we talk. Yep. Uh, and, you know, counting the number of speakers sold is not relevant anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, but they are making and selling masks and, you know, other kinds of face shields and things like that. So they would track different things right now. Right. And you might track, I mean, maybe your thing is about showing your customer base and communities love. And so maybe right now you want to add a metric of, uh, uh, love communications, right? Man, I don't know if you know this, but we, um, and you're going to be on it you don't know it yet, but you'll be in it. Um, we have something called vendor love. It's yeah. where we've gone to our partners and just said, Hey, what discounts? And we've gotten some really amazing deals. And so we've put together a blog and a page and every vendor is giving away stuff just like you are. And yeah. we're sending it out to our client base. And just last night, one of our customers were like, Hey, I need this system. And I'm like, I got one. In fact, I got it like at 80% discount for you for the first 90 days. He's like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. 